Dear Diary, today I take the next step, the next step in being an ADHD life coach at Indigo Hub. I can't believe it's happening. I want to build, create and discover a place for us to truly be ourselves. I think this journey will be... Dear Diary, welcome world. Welcome to the Indigo Diaries and welcome Series 3, The World Through Our Eyes, with your host, me, Tasha Hicklin. The Indigo Diaries is a podcast for those who want to learn about ADHD through others and our own experiences. So this week, really excited to have, it's not just me that you'll probably be happy to hear. I've got some more experts coming on the season this year, really, really starting 2023 off with a bang. And I love it. I love it when I have experts, but I also love it when I know them personally. And I see this stuff online and I'm always really inspired to have a conversation with people. I'm really, so I'm really, really excited to get our new guest on for starting the conversation where we just start a conversation on topic and interest, dive deep into it. And as like ADHD, just see where it goes. So welcome, Pippa. Thank you so much for having me, Natasha. I'm excited to be here too. Good. So let me tell you a bit about Pippa. She has a professional background in secondary education with over 20 years of experience. In 2016, to achieve further flexibility to support her own neurodiverse children, she joined a local charity as a coach and trainer, working to support parents, professionals who live or have children who have ADHD and ASD. And now she has heightened then and saw that there's a bit of a huge lack of understanding and services for women with this condition. So that's where she started ADD Vantage. And now she supports people and women in the community. She also personally has two children, now teenagers, live with them and, and her husband, as well as their cockapoo, Oscar. She loves baking theatre, cinema socialising, eating out, rambling, love that, travelling and exploring new places. If you want the full bio, please look below. So, Pippa, tell me, kind of, you, you talked a lot about your own neurodiverse kind of experience. Tell me a bit more about that. Well, um, it was discovered late, Natasha. <laughs> um, it was discovered uh, in my mid-40s. I'm almost 50 now, so it's a, a, a relatively recent discovery. It's not that I didn't know I was different. I did know that always, but I just thought I was a bit crap, a bit rubbish, a bit less, not trying hard enough, um, needed to do better, a bit average, a bit less than average. Um, so... ADHD showed up on our radar as a family through my son and when I compared myself to him I would have said well definitely not I definitely am not like that so if he was my measure stick then I would have said no of course not definitely not plus I was a professional and in my unschooled mind I thought people with ADHD are not professionals they are crazy people who are running amok and uh, I don't know, causing chaos wherever they go. And I was a teacher and I don't know, it felt quite sensible, you know, sensible yeah. job. And um, so it was a, it was a, a, a kind of a coincidence, act of God, however you want to call it. Um, thankfully, because um, when it did show up on our radar family, I became an ADHD nerd, did lots of reading, uh, went to conferences, met lots of people, uh, as you do, bought books, read them. And uh, it was my... Um, special interest shall we say um, and I came across um, some people that have got some software that do object objective measures of core yeah. symptoms and I thought oh that'd be terribly good for the charity I work for I'll go and see them and I did and they gave me a little chat and said do you want to try it and I was like oh yeah I'll try it that'd be so interesting 
and I tried it then he got the results and it was like oh really that and it was very high Natasha that was I think you know it's not like I didn't know I struggled with attention or I didn't know I was impulsive but I didn't realize how much I was compared to women of my age which is what software did and then I was like bloody hell I'm sorry um excuse me um (laughs) sorry I was like goodness me how could I have got to this age worked in education have a kid with ADHD train professionals on ADHD and not know that about myself and that's what made me start the advantage because I was like that is shocking Pippa that that could have happened Um, and it led me to my daughter as well who'd been basically ignored uh, because she was nothing like him but a lot like me so now I was like oh no (laughs) I missed her but I, I love what you, I love that, uh, the, the, say bloody hell, whatever you want to say on here, that's fine. Uh, but it's, I love that honesty of like, it, you know, in the perceived way, it's this boy that does this and that mm. and this. But for you, until you got that test, it was like, oh my, this is actually shows up for you. Yeah, literally. Um, it was really, um, in a way, it was lovely because it felt like, oh my gosh, we're the same. Like we're in, the, we're in. We are this. We are in this gang together. And um, I obviously I did know it was inherited, and I said, "Obviously, oh, get it from their dad." Um, but then it was like, "Oh gosh, wow! We have come together, me and their dad. We've mm. we've been drawn to each other. We have had these children, and we are all the same." I will say a disclaimer on my husband's behalf, though, because uh, he's still in denial uh, unless he's in a queue at an airport or in the hospital waiting in A&E. And then he says he's got ADHD because he's like, I need to get out of here. But anyway, we're the same. So actually it was it was a shock, but it was kind of like, oh, we're the same. And also massive relief because it's like, wow, there's a reason. Oh, okay then. I was never built. I was never made or designed to do these things this way. That's why they're really hard for me. So doesn't make those things go away but it felt like oh I don't have to try to do you know I I can stop forcing myself to try harder and do better and what have you so it was it was um it was a relief yeah yeah and I really like that that you you say that it you know it was a relief and and the way you said about each other like it's a way of an understanding of us all together Mm. and it's like we're in this club like we this makes so much sense we don't have to try and force ourselves to live the way that everybody else lives exactly yeah yeah it gives you permission to be the person you were made you know this is this is who I was made to be so better I lean into that and live my best life like I was made to and stop sort of punishing myself and berating myself all internally of course because if anyone had ever looked at me they would have been like yeah she's so organized not knowing the thousand and million steps I've had to do to actually get there to achieve that yeah I love how you like had to like breathe in to do that because it <laughs> just thinking about all that of like you know people think like oh you're so organized it's like well you didn't see what how what the the, the panic or the stress yes. you know I put my makeup on since then you know you've not seen an hour ago when I was punching down exactly. the walls and yeah screaming how many times have I gone back into my house to get the stuff I've forgotten or turned around in the car because I've not got the thing you know whatever it is and um yeah yeah so obviously like that obviously then gave you the the passion for ADHD advantage Mm. what is it that you feel is kind of missing or 
with kind of women or girls in ADHD? Um, I think things are improving um, that the, the message is getting out. In the last couple of awareness months, um, people like the BBC, The Guardian, some big um, sort of media publications have started to talk about um, how for women and girls largely, not always, the symptoms are internalised. So they are not observable, but they are incredibly hard to live with. Um, and I, I feel so passionate about, um, because I, I know what that is. I know what that is to carry that, to hide that, to mask that, the exhausting um, internal dialogue all the time. Um, I know what that is. And I want anyone else that's living that way to recognize that, understand it, know what's going on for them. So that's the first thing to sort of, to be able to um, enable people to, to recognize it in themselves. And then secondly, that it is appreciated as a difference, not a disorder. So it isn't without its difficulties, no. obviously. And I'm not saying it's a superpower either, but there are advantages to this brain. Definitely. We're still here, Tash. We're still going, you know, like <laughs> we've made it through these thousands of years and evolution. If you sign up for that, you know, survival of the fittest, here are our genes still going strong. So there's a purpose for us. And I want people to um, embrace that and um, and lean in into the purpose that they were made for using their ADHD to sort of fuel them, power them forward, I think. Um, I talk, I, the phrase I, I, I would say it's about living, living well with ADHD. If I'm talking about what my goal is with my clients, I say it's to live well to live well with ADHD. That's what yeah. I'm yeah. trying to do. I really like that. I, I heard someone say the other day, it's like living life on your terms versus everybody else's. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. like that thing of, it's not, it is great sometimes, but it is really difficult. Mm. And so what, like you were talking about those internal challenges, I really think it's quite important. Like what do you notice from your own experience and from your clients, like and people around in your environment, like what are those internal challenges for women? I think it is the, um, we, we are literally our own worst enemy. Like it's our, so one characteristic of the ADHD, this I think is true male and female, is we are fabulous friends. Oh my days. Like if you are lucky enough to have us as a friend, you've made it. Like we are the most generous, compassionate, empathetic people, so giving. But that, we cannot seem to reflect that back in on ourselves and when I think of the way I have spoken to myself I would never ever utter that utter, utter those things out loud to another human being to an animal to an inanimate object even I would just would not even speak those words out loud um and that's that's the the um that's the the biggest thing it's it's our um in um, self-talk it's our it's our self-talk it's it's that and this constant voice of you need to try harder you need to do better you need to buy a new planet you need to set your watch five minutes for whatever you know it, there's constant search for the thing you know that what you know uh, the supplement the 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 planner <laughs> whatever it is the thing the set but no no there's not a thing there's only learning who I actually am and and loving loving that woman or girl loving that girl or woman like I do my friends like what you know that's what I want that's what I you know I think that that's that's it 
we are um we are we just berate ourselves and throw hot coal all over us for for things that um and it because it's it does tend to be the simple things that trip us up you know like isn't it like we're, we're like we could write books we could you know um in, invent stuff problem solve and and can we be on time no <laughs> or you know did we get our dates muddled yesterday oh it's so embarrassing yesterday I had a discovery call and I opened next week's discovery call and I'm thinking where is this woman goodness me she's late <laughs> and I went to write the email and then this, the right woman <laughs> I'm in the meeting but it says you need to let me in and I'm like no I'm in the meeting oh no <laughs> but previously so so I, I opened the meeting I was honest I did so I might have previously lied and gone oh well it was software oh it was the wi-fi uh I can possibly admit but yesterday yeah. I went into that meeting I was like I am really sorry this is what I did apologies she laughed forgave me of course and I felt safe to say that but I wouldn't I wouldn't have done previously I know I would have lied <laughs> or you know whatever Ran or yeah or, or yeah. Saw the, yeah and then that's the thing isn't it when you face those internal challenges and when you start being your own friend you can start to be honest I literally had a similar experience yesterday where I had a coaching session in person and I prepared everything the night before it's my first ever coaching session in person I prepared everything oh, cool. and I was meant to take my tablet and I was literally sat with a client two minutes before I needed to leave with that tablet and I left the tablet <sighs> at home and I got there and they were like I got all my stuff. I got it all out. I was like, where's my tablet? Oh, no. One thing that I had to prepare in the moment versus before, and I forgot it. And it's that thing of going, do you know what? I forgot my tablet. Let's get a pen and paper out. We'll see yeah. how it goes. That's so, it. Yeah. yeah. Just being, yeah. Being, being authentic and, and knowing that, that that is okay. Like people, the, the beauty of the work we do, Tash, is that we come, you know, like we work with brilliant, amazing people all day long that will totally relate and forgive us for, those things because of the, 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 the because of what we bring because of what we bring which is if not the tablet it is our brilliant self we bring that to our work and and that's that's worth waiting five or ten minutes in the wrong meeting or oh dear we're having to write on paper isn't it I think yeah, yeah. and we and I always found that we plant the seeds for help to clients to do that for themselves yeah and I, I really like that honesty there about the women like you be your own friend because we are great friends but yeah. I find that so many of my clients they give more to friends mm. and give so much more yeah. than we even have the capacity for ourselves yeah it is I think I do think that is a female trait in particular yeah. I think that that I, I really notice that with the women and the girls that I work with too um and I I in obviously it's a great quality to be generous yeah. and compassionate and empathetic but I think the worry for me, particularly with the girls, is that um, there's, it's, it, it can slip into people pleasing and they can lose. We're in danger of losing ourselves and our needs and our preferences when we're always giving to others. Um, and that's something that I do work. I, I'm, I go into school and um, I don't coach girls. I call it mentoring because I, I find that that age group they're not so able to engage with the the work of coaching let's say but they really appreciate having a sort of more side by side um person for their journey um but we um and we are literally always talking about the friendship dynamic that's um 
that's the the thing that's coming up for them yeah and that obviously all starts with the internal challenge right and then mm. it, what do you what do you feel like specifically with ADHD creates that kind of self-talk and and all that stuff and about that we don't give our own needs yeah I think um I think every every child everywhere well okay most of them anyway we want to please we want to please our teachers we want to please our parents we want to please our friends and I think very early people like me us we we know that we're different and we know we don't really fit we don't really understand why and we don't ever um articulate it it's more like a sense and we're not consciously thinking about it but I think we notice we're very quick to notice the negatives and be like oh no not again I've done it again or uh, or I've not or I've, I've not done the thing I was supposed to do again oh what's wrong with and we d- it doesn't take much like an adult doesn't have to do much for us to feel rejected or criticized by them it could just be a look but we're in, we're internalizing all of that so early and I think I think it's from there that, that, that they say um I don't know how they measured this. I can't remember, but um, by by twelve young people with ADHD, we've internalised twenty thousand more negative messages than our typically developed peers, and that can be actual things spoken out loud to us, but it can also be just the things we've thought to ourselves, like you know that the the negative feedback we've given ourselves. You know, you bloody idiot, you're late again, or you forgot your peak again, or you didn't reply to that message fast enough again, or, or whatever it is um we I think there's a um they say for for children generally you have to give them five positives to every one negative that they hear or feel about themselves for people with ADHD it needs to be 12 to redress the balance that's impossible Natasha to do like 12 like I've tried (laughs) like (laughs) it's really you can't do it It's, it's um we I think all human brains are for like survival we we are programmed to notice the negative and the threats and so on so it is natural for us to do that but I think that we very early learn to be in a more sort of heightened state scanning the uh the horizon for the next mess up that we're going to do um and this is all going on inside but I think it begins so early and all the research says that best outcomes are when these when we are identified early and targeted support is put in early. Um, and that's that's so important. And when I'm working with women, I'm always quick to say, you know, these things run in families. If you've got children, be vigilant, you know, notice, look out for, because if you could know these things and live well yourself, that is such a gift to your young, you know, to your children that you could model for them. Yeah, and that I'm I'm massive on early intervention, which is why I work with kind of the younger generation because it is so crucial like I, I I almost say it sometimes that having ADHD is hard but the impacts of having undiagnosed ADHD oh, yeah. is oh. so much harder and what you're saying here like the ADHD brain is naturally you know takes on more negatives you know mm-hmm. uh, 20,000 if you knew that you had ADHD and people didn't people normalize it didn't make it seem that you're weird yeah. and different the actual advantages and what that brain could do yeah, I know. And that that's that's the 
it's, it's heartbreaking um, and, and the school that I go to is an outstanding school it is excellent and the fact that they pay me to go there speaks volumes for how brilliant they are for these young people but of course all the girls I'm talking to are massively struggling and I'm telling them it's it is not you it like this isn't because Polly needs to try harder <laughs> this is because it's really hard to have this brain in a typical in a place designed for typical people to make them look good in fact, it's not even been designed for that. It's not even that good. But you know, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's not designed with us in mind. It isn't. And that's why it feels so, you know, so, so difficult. And um, when I think about all the things that people with ADHD are, we are more vulnerable to. I, I, I really, I, I struggle to say them out loud because it's so, it makes me feel so, um, so sad, you know, so, so sad for us as a group when we have so much to bring that we could be so much more likely to be depressed, to have generalized anxiety disorder, to be self-harming, to have eating disorders, suicidal ideation, like it's such a long list of our vulnerabilities. But if we know we have ADHD, then we have a fighting chance, right? Of understanding our vulnerability, knowing what our brain needs, giving, you know, giving those, you know, making sure we are stimulated in all the best ways with all the most helpful diet and exercise and and work and things Mm. that we don't fall into um like uh, very difficult mental health situations um with substance abuse with um very uh, potentially abusive relationships and it just goes on there's a, a consensus paper um I think it was 2020 that Susan Young um and lots of colleagues did on on the situation of girls and women with ADHD and it's it's tough reading, um, you know, oh, unplanned pregnancy. Oh, like, it's, oh, like it's, it goes, you know, it's, it's so, like so many things. Um, but, but if you know, I have ADHD, this is the brain I've got. These are the things that I am more vulnerable to. So I, I then protect myself or as a parent, I put in additional protection for my children yeah. around these things, you know? And I, I can hear it. I'm not, I'm, I'm try. I really try in these sessions not to go into coach mode, but I on, honestly, it's just like part of who I am. I can feel it in your voice, like mm. the way you're saying it. It's just so such a passion. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and I, I, I just feel that well because I just think we we have so much to bring, and yet so many of us can feel so utterly squashed and defeated. Mm. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's just it's not what it should be. And, um, and I, I will do my little bit in my little corner of the world to try and, you know, make a difference where I can. Yeah. And try and change it so that the people get, you know, have that early intervention and hopefully yeah. make, you know, life work for them. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we'll, we'll kind of, uh, that was kind of like a nice little unplanned bit <laughs> to finish this half. Um, and we'll join you back in the next half where I can't wait to see where else this goes. Thank you. And we're out. If you would like any more information on Indigo Hub or our Indigo support group, then please check out our website below or our link to our social media platforms or email at indigohub.adhd at gmail.com. If you would like to offer any comments, feedback, get support, or if you're interested in the world hearing your story, then please reach out through any of our avenues. As said before, 
have a positive week. Check in again later. And we're out. I'm back. And every time I go, right, we're not going to talk in the break, but we always end up talking. It's like, right, let's rec- Every single time I have a guest, I always end up talking. So I have to have a break. Yes, stop talking. <laughs> But um, it's, it, I'm glad to have you back. And if you wanted to hear before, then please rewind. We were talking to Pippa Samua about kind of her experience. And then we were talking a lot about internalization with girls and women. So I'm really interested kind of as, as a coach that, that coaches like specifically women. And we've talked obviously about the biggest challenge being the internal thing. Mm. When, what, like, what is it that you think that is, apart from the internal, is there anything else that you feel like is, is why we get missed um I think well I think because we we don't want we we don't want to say we're struggling Mm. and I think well I'm not sure the boys want to say they're struggling or not but it's it's so observable that you on the whole this is not always but generally speaking that I we talk about like boys and men externalizing their ADHD and women and girls internalizing we don't want people to know that we're struggling. We will literally bend backwards and shape ourselves ridiculousness, you know, like to fit than, than to say, I'm sorry, this doesn't suit me. Can we do it a different way? Like if, and I always say to teachers, really don't waste your breath asking if they're okay or if they understand, because they're going to be like, yes, I'm okay. And yes, I totally understand, you know, completely worthless waste of energy there. Um, we, we don't want to admit how much we're struggling we assume literally everyone else in the room has got it and we are the weakest link um and that that can't be true just on sort of probability because at least a few other people in the room have got to have the same brain as us yeah. um and for for many other reasons apart from adhd there will be struggles in the room but we literally assume we're the only one finding this hard um and we we don't we don't want to say it because somehow we think it's it will be me then it will be a, a pippa thing not a not an idiot you know it'll, it'll be like a moral failing on my part it will be I am lazy basically I just think I'm either lazy or sloppy that's yeah. it lazy or sloppy um and it's embarrassing because mm. I'm I, I well I don't want to be lazy or sloppy you know I, I want to be I want to be good and I, I always felt when I was teaching I always felt like mm. they're going to find out you know they're gonna in a minute now they're gonna find out I'm quite shit <laughs> like it's you know it's gonna happen um but it, it never did it it never did and actually because I was a great teacher I was a great teacher like why would that have happened but it felt like that and then of course then you sort of find out about ADHD and then you think oh well I'm probably making it up to explain my sloppiness and laziness <laughs> so you, get, you, get, you carry the imposter thing the, literally the whole way yeah <laughs> It, and even after diagnosis, it must be wrong. Yeah, like yeah. After diagnosis, like, well, you know, poor, I might have just been hamming it up for the uh, for the doctor there. <laughs> you know, it, um, so there's something um, I heard. I can't remember who it was, but uh, an ADHD Foundation conference. Um, someone was speaking about women and girls, and his the first thing he said was, "You just have to remember, they're a girl first before they're anything else. That's it. It's the girl, and it's the girl bit." that is the bit of, I, I need to fit. I do not want to be different. I will not be shining a light on my challenges. That's, he was saying like, that's, that is such an important part of the, 
the puzzle, the treatment, the coming to terms with before you start to look at attention, impulsivity, hyperactivity, emotional regulation, sleep, like it's, it's this girl piece. I don't know. I don't know enough about um, where that comes from. I, I would like to know more about what what happens as I think it happens really early like this thing um uh and it's it's such a shame I do wonder and there was a piece of research recently it's um in in conjunction with ADHD Europe it's a I can remember her first name but not her last name of a Dr Kate at uh, Bristol University she's done some um some qualitative research uh talking to adult women about their experiences and what they would wish for their younger self mm. um and what they're saying is and i i heartily agree is that as as our you know as we are growing up through our sort of academic school communities that the community is educated about neurodiversity so that when we are adults we don't have to explain to our future partners to our bosses to um our classmates what it is to have ADHD because they will know that because they have been taught that in the same way that they're taught about people's different um sexual orientations or they're taught about people's different um learning um I don't know like dyslexia but 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 this is not taught explicitly um and because it isn't it maybe does it feel a bit shameful a bit like so because it's not addressed in that way like so many things are then I, I think perhaps we're left with this well it's it's embarrassing it's shameful to to have this brain this to have these difficulties um which is a you know shame is utterly useless like I can find a purpose for anger or anxiety but I cannot find I cannot find no good nothing nothing good in shame at all like, you can't harness that for good it, you know it's it's a heavy heavy thing to carry um yeah, yeah. It goes so back to question, but... no no that was brilliant and, it, and it's so true that that intern it well, goes back to the internalization doesn't it i think and, so yeah and yeah. be and the, the the pressure of, of being a girl and what what that means yeah and and like all the other stuff comes after that and then mm-hmm. when you've when you've had that your whole life and all that it's just where do I go? I know yeah. for me, masking was such a big part of my identity. I almost, I didn't really know who I was. I got these eight masks. Yeah. Where was Tash? Yeah. And that's, that's so common, I think. And, and you don't even know that you're doing it. Yeah. And then you can lose, you know, lose, lose yourself there. Um, and, and that's what's so brilliant about, well, I'm so lucky because I get to work with my tribe all day long. So yeah. I can be my, authentic self which is it is so uh, liberating yeah. to, to do that um and as well as coaching I have a little um community I have a closed Facebook group and um oh, I do a little online um I don't call it a support group because I hope it's more fun than that but anyway it's a chat I call it a chat group so we do that monthly and then with uh, where I live locally we have a we meet either for lunch or dinner each month um, and we, I'm trying to do things like to organize for us to do things together. So we have that connection with one another, um, which helps normalize that, you know, like, you know, really look how many we are all with this brain. Um, and we learn a lot from each other. We've got a lot to give each other, a lot of wisdom, a lot of tips and also a lot of funny 
mistakes. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's what it is. It like like you were saying there. Like if it was taught, it normalizes it to the point of. It, I don't mean it normalizes it to the point of oh everybody's got it, but it normalizes yeah. it though everybody's got it's not like this new thing that everybody's got to come the heads when they get older if it, yeah, it that's, was taught yeah. in school it would it would make it so much difference for us it would it would and also it would really um hopefully provide opportunities for those for the myths around ADHD yeah. to be broken down much earlier like you know what I was saying about my son well I'm I'm not like that so I don't have it um because he presented like you would expect um and I didn't, I did not realise there was another, uh, uh, you know, there was, a, you know, yeah, I just, and, and he was spectacular. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I always say you don't know what you don't know, right? Exactly. So yeah. What would you say to like girls or women that are at the point where they're thinking that they've got it or like, what would you tell them to look for or what would you, what would you give them? I would say, um, number one, try and connect with other women with ADHD, however you can do that wherever you're living. So if, I don't know, you do a bit of Googling and there are actual in life real people to meet, meet them. If there aren't, then find some online groups. Not everyone online group might be appropriate, but you'll, I'm sure you would find something that would, yeah. would suit you. I would say that would be the first thing. Um, if you're only going to read one book, I would say, oh, it's got such a long title, um, Oh, women and ADHD embrace your uh, breaking barriers, embrace your neurodiversity. It's the Sari Solden and yeah. Michelle Frank's book. It's a workbook. You don't have to do it like that. You can just read it. I would say, particularly if you're an adult, if you've if you've realised as an adult woman that I think reading through that would be a very cathartic process. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I've I I find it really hard to read in like real life. Read. I listen to books. Um, and because I had to do a lot of reading for my um, for my masters, I don't know. It's kind of killed. Yeah. Anyway, I find it hard. But that book I read from cover to cover. Like I read wow. it, and it's I felt like it's speaking to me. So that was really helpful. Um, to understand how there are there are a few really simple lifestyle things you could do for yourself that could be transformational, like exercise. Um, we need to move, yeah. and if we can get our heart rates up every day ideally at the beginning of the day Mm. we are giving ourselves a fighting chance of starting that day successfully and then that success will yeah you know like breed more success in this kind of nice dopamine loop and that's possible for everyone everyone can put their trainers on and do a power walk like that's possible right anyone can do that anytime so I would say um that and thinking a little bit about your nutrition there's no like secret formula but (laughs) Balanced diet, you know, making sure you're getting those dark green veg in to make those neurotransmitters that we're short in. There are a few things that you could do for yourself that could just really, you know, small changes that can make a big difference. And uh, don't waste your time with anything you don't actually love. Seriously, don't do not do a job because someone says that's really good money or that's really sensible seriously don't waste your time you're gonna be miserable do what you love find what you love find what lights you up um if you can't find it make it do it be it basically that's what I, I would say that. I love that because it's it's that thing of obviously I'm not going to go into the waiting list for diagnosis I'm not going to yeah. open I'm not going to open that radar right. but there is a huge waiting list and I get so many people that go well what can I do now like it to make those changes 
you mm. don't need a diagnosis like I know for me like I wanted to know and and yeah. but if you're waiting for it you can make the change because those changes can be good for anyone exactly you're not going to break yourself yeah <laughs> yeah but for us they're essential yeah exactly that so I would say as soon as you feel like oh yeah this is sounding a lot like me live like it is mm. and see what differences um you notice by you know by by making those changes I feel sure that you would notice some benefit fairly quickly um so so yeah I think that's that's really important and I know um people roll their eyes when we say mindfulness or meditation because they're like oh as if I could do that with my very busy brain but I think mindfulness in particular is so helpful for us to learn as a practice and you you know if you just googled ADHD mindfulness you'd find things you could do I I am confident but the point about mindfulness is to bring your attention to this moment the one you're in right now the only one you can do anything with and not reliving in technicolor that ridiculous conversation you had three days ago when you think she might hate you or whatever it is like you know you're just going or projecting forward about something that is worrying or unknown that you actually still can't do anything about because it's here get back to the moment in this moment what can I do to be my best self I do think that's really helpful um I do own a copy of ADHD what is it mindfulness prescription for adult ADHD so badly want to read it still haven't done it but I'm gonna it's gonna happen it is good and I and I and I I think I spoke about this there was another episode I did with where we talked about mindfulness and it was really key because I was my coach when I about four years ago and I was diagnosed she said right meditation and I, I started laughing and I was like no no and she was like just try and I'm, I'm I've got a big key value if I will try anything and I will not say I don't like it until I've tried it I'm just yeah oh yeah absolutely so I was like right so she was like just 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 go and see open your mind just go and see so I was like oh I've got the cause of mindfulness like I'm not doing that <laughs> now to this day I meditate three times a day every single day and awesome. it's, I don't do 20 minutes I do three to five minutes yeah, at one time. yeah it's all about finding how it works for us right yeah. like that's that's it you don't there's no there is no you know like just you have to you know so so meditation mindfulness will bring benefits to every human being but each human being needs to work out what how it how it works for them best yeah. and if that's three minutes three times a day that's brilliant yeah. that's what, and, and allow that and and embrace it I think is the is, is the goal really so there's a lot we can do for ourselves to live well before we get to the top of a waiting list um yeah. you know and, and 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 have a diagnosis um I'm I'm not um uh I'm not uh, either for or against medication yeah, yeah. like you know, but what I would always say is keep an open mind just mm-hmm. you know I, I, like you said I don't be like well I'm not I'm not I'm not doing that before you open your mind and consider it and look at the information and consider trying it try it and see if it works for you um I think medication particularly for girls could be a save through school though because so much of school is I'm not interested you know it's it's really working against us so yeah yeah and and it's that thing when when you're in your own environment and you can choose who you go and see like I like you know we both work from home you can go and choose who you go and see you can choose your life it's a bit different 
which means yeah. you can set it up for yourself and and i you know and and then maybe it might not have this or it could be an extra bonus but when yeah. you're having to be forced to be in that then it could be a bonus exactly exactly so yeah I, i'll keep an open mind to all of that so yeah um so I'm trying to think of any other things that I've forgotten. I probably have forgotten some things, but anyway, hopefully what I've said is useful. <laughs> very useful, very, very useful. And it and it is that thing of making it work for you mm. and really trying to, you know, make these things for yourself versus, you know, trying to make it like everybody else. But then I suppose that's the whole definition of what ADHD is. Of- exactly, yeah. Um, I heard uh, Ned Halliwell, who's like one of my faves, um, he was talking about... Um, you know, don't, don't set your up, don't like, so like, don't go to a coach and say, right, I need to be organized. That's <laughs> organize me coach. Like, actually, no, you just have to be organized enough that you can be the person you want to be. That's it. You don't have to be, or there's, there's not like a perfect organized thing. That's not a thing. It's just, what do I need to do to be at the right place in the right time with the right stuff? What are those things? Mm how can we make that happen that's that's it just enough to be the person that you're you want to be that you're made to be really yeah enough I like that just be enough in all areas of your life yeah yeah exactly exactly um there's some uh, brilliant oh tiktoks and things there's some great t-shirts you know like we're often told we're too much and someone's got some t-shirts that like go and be less go and get less you know what I mean (laughs) that's fine you go and be less I'm all good you know I love that because we're enough we're enough you know we are we are perfectly who we are we're not to anything we just are yeah Um, but we just have to remind ourselves sometimes when other people might not see that yeah and and I think particularly girls we've heard a lot of that too we're too much we're too sensitive we need to get a thicker you know you get get a thicker skin you know to um or you're uh well anyway too too much too and then my my other favorite it's not a favorite but uh is just just do it just do it like this just yeah. do the washing if one yeah. better, like if someone says that to me now i go this is why i turn around and go just be quiet yeah and people go what <laughs> yeah. but you told me to just do the washing so you just be quiet yeah like, <laughs> and they're like it's like do they think i mean what do they think you've never thought oh i if I only could just do the wash, like what, I like know. so helpful. Thank you. That's blinding <laughs> insights, really helping me with my laundry right now. And, um, you know, I'll get a planner. I'll get up five minutes earlier. Yeah. Dear God, like, you know, I, I tried that when I was 12. Like, you know, I've, I've been there. <laughs> you know, I tried. Been there. I beat myself up about it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So it's, I think the, the first thing is loving, you know, you have to love yourself, isn't it? Accept yourself, love yourself. Um, and then I think those remarks about just do your washing or just try harder or just leave earlier, whatever their stupidness they're saying, I think that will fall fall away because the, I think our, um, I don't know, our, our vibe, our you know, our, I think people will know that we don't need their helpful suggestions, you know, yeah. they, can, they can keep those to themselves. Yeah. And I just, when people say it to me, I just laugh because I've just heard it so much. But that's yeah. because my internalization monologue is going, here we go again. Yeah. Like, versus, oh, I need to just do it. I go, oh, I, I, I literally laugh and go, oh, here we go again. I'm just going to do it my own way. You just do it like you do it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Okay. So, wow, that comes to a nice little finish. 
So any last thoughts or words that you want to leave us with? That if you don't take care of yourself, who is doing that? You know, you need to bring your energy to loving and nourishing the girl or woman that you are, that you were made to be. And if you can learn to do that, literally everything else will be so much better. Your working life, your intimate relationships, your friendships. Understand that you are so worthy and anyone would be lucky and fortunate to have you as a partner as an employee as a as a uh, as a as a student in their class like understand that you have much to bring um and and hold on to that that's i think that's that's the essence of what i would want to say yeah and I, i'm gonna go back to what you said earlier be your own friend yeah yeah because because we know how to do it don't we yeah. we know what a great we friend know is how to be a friend so yeah. we just gotta do it all to ourselves now yeah that's it yeah nice. i think so Thanks so much, Piva. So where can people find you? Uh, so my website is The Advantage, which is um, the add-vantage.co.uk. I've got a Facebook page with the same name and my Instagram handle is the advantage underscore. Um, my name is Pippa Simu. You can find me on LinkedIn as Pippa Simu. Uh, yeah, people find me. They're like They will. It's, uh, there, aren't, there aren't many Pippa Simus. It's quite quite handy in that way. Like it can't be like, oh, is she that Pippa Simu? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, just... like John Smith. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, there's like exactly. A thousand. Exactly. Yeah. Fairly yeah. easy to find. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, find me if you want to. I try to. I try to share really helpful information about mm. girls and women on my platform. Yeah, she does. Um. I also do run some free workshops. Um. From time to time, I was trying to do one a term. Um they're quite time consuming so but anyway I do try so and I publish I publicize those on my platform so you're very welcome anyone to join those if they want to nice well thank you and to make it even easier I'm going to put it below in the hey, <laughs> thank you very much and also I'll also put that book that I wrote it down because if not I'll forget I'm yeah it, it's a cracker it's a cracker if you're only going to read one as a woman if you felt like you could read two ADHD 2.0 by Ned Halliwell yeah, that would be brilliant. the other one yeah that's so helpful and also not that long <laughs> which is also good yeah that's literally why I said anybody now it's just that book because it's not yeah. that long and there's an audio book yeah 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 perfect awesome well thanks so much Pippa I I mean I I always love speaking to people and I always love speaking to you and it's just just a great kind of you know you're doing your bit in the in your part of the world and keep doing that thank you Natasha thanks for inviting me it's uh, been a pleasure to speak with you too nice so in two weeks, we'll be dropping a new podcast from probably episode three because we've got some more amazing guests. If you're interested in coming on as a guest or you want the world to hear your story in series one, then please reach out through our social media avenues. And like Pippa said, be your own friend, right? Because we all deserve it. So come back, learn, listen, and experience the world through not my eyes, but our eyes. Why not? Have a great week. Be your friend. And we're out. Dear Diary, as Indigo Hub's process goes on, it makes me stop and wonder, could there be more for us? More light, more experience, and more ways to see the world through our own eyes. I think this journey will be... Shh, they